The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. By tomorrow, I will rule the world! You think he's gone? He's not gone. That's the whole point. He's never gone. Is this some radical new therapy? You see? Well, I must have not been paying attention. Are you kidding me? No, we're good. Are we on? We're on. All right. Hi, how you guys doing? My name's Tom Duggan. with the Paying Attention Podcast. Hi, Top Two Guys Smoke Shop at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Uh, we were just literally just having this conversation before we went on the air that I was thinking of maybe like killing the opening song of the show. <laughs> but I'm like, but I'm, I'm such a traditionalist that I don't want to do that. And somehow it ended up just happening on its own. Yeah, it wasn't it's intentional, like computer, I swear. It's like the computer heard me and just said, oh, well, let's just give that yeah. a shot. Twice. We restarted because it cut it. And right, I was like, right. All right, well. So, yeah, uh, so let's just first by thanking our sponsors, McLennan Real Estate, Century 21. If you're not following those guys on Facebook, uh, you are missing out. They are so funny. They did, um, they did a parody of a song, and I wish I could remember the song. It was an old, it was an old song from the 70s. Afternoon Delight is the song. Jefferson um, Airplane? Uh, no, I don't think it was Jefferson Airplane. No? I think it was, um, it was one of those one-hit wonders, and I can't remember who they huh. are. Like Dark Cherry or something. It'll come to me. Um, but they did like a parody of that, only they, they worked in like real estate terms and stuff because I guess the real estate market's starting to turn around and it was really, really funny. So it's really fun to watch people who love their job. Like I love my job. I would never want to do anything else but what I do. And to see other people who really love their job like that, um, you, it makes you want to do business with them. It's like, we're going to talk about that with Jocelyn in a few minutes. You know, so people who are really passionate about what they do and they don't care if people laugh at them. They don't care if what they're doing is a little bit outside the box. They're just doing it to have fun. They're doing it to enjoy themselves. And, and, uh, and so we love Sam and Janet and, uh, and Matt and everybody over at yeah. McLennan Real Estate. Uh, Marsan and Sun Construction, EIS Investigation and Gun Training, Borelli's Deli, Tomo and Shaken Seafood, Clear Path for Veterans, New England, uh, a free shout out to Sullivan Insurance, AFC Urgent Care. It's time to get Lisa here. I had lunch with Zaka and uh, Kathy from AFC Urgent Care this week. Um, we stopped in at Salvatore's. And um, Salvage is kind of like where I, where I hold court. Like that's where if I'm going to interview people, if I'm going to meet with people about business stuff and I don't want them coming to the office, uh, since I get out of the hospital, I've turned my, my office into like a, like a recovery room. So now I meet people at Salvatore's. That's kind of like my go-to place. <laughs> and, go. and we were there for three hours. We planned on like a half an hour lunch. And we both ended up canceling our appointment after that because we were having so much fun that we stayed. Wow. Um, but we got to get them back on the show. Pleasant Valley Landscaping, Jay, a free shout out to JG's Ice Cream. And I know I forgot somebody because I'm looking at an old list. So just give me one second to pull up uh, to make sure who we got everybody. Uh, let's see. Oh. oh, Borelli's Deli and Par 28, the Doug Mercurio Law Office. And we also want to give, uh, oh, and uh, Zanny Pesci, Pesche, Pesha, Pesh, is it Pesh? Pesche? Uh, just keep doing it. You'll she, hit, she, you'll she hit likes, one. You'll hit li- one that's not wrong. And she, she, mad. she likes that I mispronounce her name. She said it, it just means more time that you're talking about us. So I do that on purpose. I want to say it's Zani Pesh. Pesh. Yeah, I think she said Pesh at the end of all of that so. when she was here. Um, and also a free shout out to uh, Kenoza Chiropractic in 
Haverhill, who started advertising with the Valley Patriot this month. So anytime we get a new advertiser come in, um, even though they're not paying for sponsorship on the podcast, if somebody advertises in the Valley Patriot, we always try to give them a free free plug on the show because everything's kind of helping everything out. We're really about trying to help small businesses, as you're going to learn in a minute. A um, couple of things before we get to Jocelyn. Uh, Alex Talcott, still dead. He was murdered in August. Police in Durham, New Hampshire, still concealing the name of the person who killed him. The courts have also still uh, concealed the name of the person who killed him. They admit they know who did it, and we are still investigating. And when we find out, uh, it will obviously it'll be on the front page of the paper, but we will let you guys on the podcast know first. Uh, do we have that, uh, that graphic receipt for the bash? Uh, come back to me so, in just a second. All right, so we yeah, do have an announcement yeah. on the bash, our Valley Patriot bash, 20th anniversary bash. We have already had our first meeting. We had our executive meeting. Our regular big meeting is going to be on Sunday the Sunday the 28th, I think, if I'm reading this right. Yep, Sunday the 28th at Salvatore's at 3 p.m. So every year we have people come over to us at the bash and say, how can I help you? I really liked what you guys did tonight. How can I, how can I help you? And I say, pay attention to the Facebook page, pay attention to the podcast, and we will let you know. So we're, we're letting you know. Um, if you're interested in helping us uh, run this event, it's our 20th anniversary. I don't know how we can possibly do better than we did last year. Like, it, it almost feels like it's going to be anticlimactic this year because last year, do we have it? No? No, you didn't send it. I, I, didn't, got, I got Jocelyn's, uh, but not the I sent it to you on Instant Messenger, actually, on Facebook. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, Last year, we raised $54,000. It was the most we'd ever ever raised. The year before, we raised 33000 and that was double what we did the year before, which was 17000 So I don't know how we can possibly do better than we did last year, but we're going to give it the Old Valley Patriot try. So uh, if you're interested, we don't yet have a date or a venue. We are shooting for April 12th, and we are shooting for the Reliefs Inn, which is where we always have our bash. But we understand that there might be a construction issue. So we're uh, looking at Lawrence High School as a backup, and we're working with Timmy Finn at Lawrence High School to have it there. Quite frankly, if we have it at the high school, we can sell more tables because the high school capacity is like 1,000 people. And the release in is like 550. I think we stretched it to six one year. Um, but we had to get a police detail. So that kind of – like we made the money on the extra tables, but then we ended up giving it to the police detail because – when you're over capacity of the room, you have to have a cop in case anything bad happens. Um, it's just one of those things that the city, you don't have it. There's nothing on here. Unbelievable. Yeah, I don't know why that... Anyway. I got the emails, but they're not for this one. So you, so I, I was just going to pull up. Um, maybe I could just do this real quick. and Maybe I could send this to her. Um, oh, boy. Isn't that terrible? All right. All right. So, can you if I send it to you on uh, Messenger? Can you get it on Messenger? On Facebook Messenger? You can try to send it. I don't. I don't know until you send it. All right. Okay. Let me. Let me just try. You should have it right now. That's the. That's the fun of live live Mm -hmm. TV production. All right. So while while you're looking at that, we'll jump a little bit and then we'll go back. TMF, our family dinner for the homeless that we have that we hold on Wednesday nights. Want to thank uh, the um, Methuen Rangers football team that showed up last night. They helped set up the tables. They helped set up the chairs. They served food. They served coffee, uh, not coffee, but hot chocolate. They actually, and this is the greatest thing: when when kids come to TMF, when the family dinner for the homeless happens every Wednesday night in Lawrence, 
And instead of like just kind of sitting behind the serving table and serving food and then going home, when you see them go out and talking to people who are addicted, talking to people who are homeless, talking to them about their experiences, getting that one-on-one, it's so powerful because the only thing most people know about the homeless is what they see on social media or what they see on TV. And people have very different ideas on what real homelessness is. And when they have that one-on-one interaction, we see that all the time with restaurant owners that come with food. Borelli's Deli comes all the time with food. And they don't just drop the food off and leave. And if you want to do that, that's fine. But there are some that drop the food and then they serve the food and then they go out and they talk to the kids like the Methuen Rangers did last night. And it was really great to look out and see them having that one-on-one interaction because the lessons that they learned last night are going to carry them through the whole year uh, and through their whole life. Uh, and it will, it will change the way they think about and deal with the issue of homelessness and addiction because it's not something that's going away. So you do have it, though. So let's pull this up. This was our, these were our totals from last year's Valley Patriot 19th anniversary bash. These are last year's numbers. And I, now you understand why, why I say I don't know that we're going to be able to do this again. Like, we're going to try. But quite frankly, $10,600 for the Junior ROTC Scholarship, 10000 for the Dan Cody Memorial Scholarship. By the way, all, we're taking nominations for all of these scholarships. So if you know of a student in your school, if you know of a student in your neighborhood, you'd like to nominate them, please send us an email at valleypatriot at AOL.com. The Lawrence High Junior ROTC scholarship goes to a kid in Junior ROTC at Lawrence High, obviously. The Dan Cody Memorial Scholarship, it goes to a kid who was uh, went to the Thompson uh, Middle School in North Andover because that's where Dan's kids went when he passed away. And this was established by his sister, Colleen. Uh, actually, no, that's not true. This was established by Al Valu, our, our buddy from Haverhill, who also started the Whittier Tech Scholarship, which we'll get to in a minute. The Greater Lawrence Tech Scholarship last year, $6,125. All you have to do is be a Greater Lawrence Tech graduate. Special needs scholarship, we're giving preference to a special needs kid at Lawrence High School. But if we don't, sometimes we don't get a nomination from Lawrence. So if you know of a special needs kid at Methuen High, North Andover High School, Haverhill High School, um, where else do we cover? Whittier, uh, any of the other schools that we're covering, uh, please nominate them because if we don't get an applicant from Lawrence High School, we will choose them. The Methuen High School Studio 21 Podcast Cafe Scholarship goes to a student from Methuen High School who is going into communication. So if you're going into TV production, radio production, podcast production, uh, anything to do with communications, journalism, uh, you qualify for that. Uh, we talked about the Whittier Scholarship last year. It was $5,140. You can tell I'm trying to go really fast because I've got Joss on here. Right no, now. take your time. I know I'm taking it. time from you're her. You're fine. You're fine. The, uh, the Haverhill High School Michelle DeLuca Benedetti Scholarship is being renamed this year. Um, boy, I really wish I could talk about that, but it's just one of those things that you just can't do it. Um, but we're renaming this for the, the Dan Strange Memorial Scholarship, and this is going to go to uh, a student at Haverhill High School who's going into um, first responder work. So if you're going to be an EMT, a police officer, a firefighter, and, uh, and you know a kid that goes to Haverhill High School that's going into that field, they will qualify for this. And we usually tap into Scott Wood from the Haverhill School Committee to help us find a kid for that. Um, and we will probably do that again. But if anybody knows of someone, we'll take a nomination from anyone. 
Then we have the Edmund Lowe Scholarship, which goes to a Salem High School student, and that's sponsored by the Friends Acres Association, our good friend Carrie Wyland from House of Mercy in Lawrence, who works with the homeless. And then finally, our Great Alliance uh, Surprise Scholarship that we had last year, $2,300. That's probably not going to be on the agenda for this year. So those are the, the total was 53445 and I think we ended up getting another three or $400 after we closed everything out that we just divided evenly among all the other kids. So if you know a kid who could use some money, and let me tell you, like the, the, the criteria that I look for, once someone is nominated and the name comes to me and they fit the requirements, uh, if there's more than three or four people, then I have to make a choice. And I look for a kid that's not getting a million other scholarships. Right? I don't want to give it to a kid that's got you know, 15 other scholarships and they really kind of have a free ride at this point. I'm looking for a kid that really needs the money, that doesn't have a lot of scholarships. Maybe, they're, maybe their grades aren't at the very top of the list so they don't qualify for a lot of that stuff. That's what I'm looking for. And my advice to parents, if you have a high school student and he's going into college and he's applying for colleges, he or she is applying for scholarships, make sure you go through the social media pages on at least two occasions in the last 20 years, I went on Facebook. In fact, uh, one, two, three, five years, the year before COVID, we, I had already chosen a student. I had already notified the student. And then I went on the student's Facebook page. And at the top photo of the top of the Facebook page, it was a picture of them like this with the words, fuck the police. Oh. And I immediately called the father and said, I'm sorry. I know we told you you were getting the scholarship. I'm disqualifying your son. This is a night where we are honoring police officers, firefighters, veterans, and EMTs. We are giving awards to people in the community who do good things for the homeless, who do good things for, for veterans, who do good things in the community. And we don't want any of, any of our efforts to go to people who are hostile to our veterans, to police officers, to firefighters, to EMTs. This is a night where we're honoring those who put their lives on the line to protect strangers, people they don't even know. And if that's the mindset of a kid coming in, again, we don't want our efforts to go to, to, to benefit that. So um, please, parents, if you've got a kid who's maybe a little rambunctious, if I were you, I would go through their Facebook pages before they apply for college. Because people like me, people who give out scholarships, we look at that stuff. We look at their Twitter accounts. We look at their Instagram accounts. And now I'm even on TikTok. So I'm going to be spying on your TikTok accounts, too. And, and it's not like I'm looking for people to exclude. But if there's somebody out there who's woke, you know, we do this for a reason. We do this, this every year for a reason, to help the community. And, you know, the poisonous ideas of, of, of the left, of the woke, that hate police officers, that, that, that hate our veterans, that, that, that hate our military, we, we, we don't want to be helping them. We want to be helping people to get it. So send me an email if you're interested. And uh, I think we've got everything out of the way. So now let me introduce my guest. So I love Jocelyn so much. I met her probably about, I'm, I'm going to guess, maybe 15 years ago at, here at Jocelyn's on 28 in Salem, New Hampshire, when Jocelyn's, the restaurant, was open. And I used to go in all the time. In fact, it was my friend Dick, uh, Dick Consoli who brought me to Jocelyn's. He said, you're not going to believe how good the grape leaves are, Tom. I know you're a big grape leaves guy. And at the time, I was like, I had my few favorite places that I went to, Sutain, which is no longer there. And what's interesting is you're moving in to where Sutain used to be Probably. on Merrimack yeah, Street. And we, right and we will there. get to that. So first, let's introduce Joss and tell people who you are. And, and, and your, your partner, Kelvin, is with us today. 
and a little bit about like how you got into like the restaurant thing. Like I know this is like a family handed down from the family, but I, I wrote a story about it and I thought it was really compelling the way you tell it. I couldn't tell it nearly as good. Okay, I don't know how, how long I have, but I'll try to make it brief. You've got 30-something minutes. No, cut it out. Okay, so, um, my name you have is, 19 minutes and 12 seconds. My name is Jocelyn Maroon. I have been in the restaurant business my whole life. Um, my parents are immigrants from Lebanon, so they opened uh, Salem Kebab, which was like where Summer is now. It's a little Lebanese sandwich shop and pizza spot. Mm-hmm. And they put my brothers and I through high school and college. Then they sold it so we could go live the American dream and you know do corporate America. And so I, I dabbled in it for a couple months here and there, and I, it wasn't for me. I because you were saying earlier when you absolutely love your job and you're passionate about it, mm-hmm. and I had that experience before corporate America, and so I know what that felt like. So I wanted to go back to the restaurant business, and my dad said to me, "I didn't work so hard and to try to send you to college for you to go waitress somewhere." Mm-hmm. And so he opened Jocelyn's Restaurant in 2009, and um, we ran it for about 14 years. I ended up buying it with another partner a couple years in after we could save some money up. And it had a good run. And then... The uh, food was great. The, the food, food, was, was, food great. was amazing. The, we had a great reputation. There was a family spot. It was nice. We had a good run there. But the food was family recipe, right? These are family recipes that have been handed down. So it's not like you're just copying what somebody else is doing. I know. No, no. Consistently family recipes. Um, and then Jocelyn's in, was no more. Mm-hmm. And so I was not in the restaurant business anymore. I was actually temporarily working for Kelvin's Demolition Company. and then, That must uh, have been fun. Yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. Good, I was probably the worst employee he ever had. <laughs> <laughs> but we had a meeting of the minds, and, and somehow he took a risk with me and said, like, no, let's, let's get in it. Like, we'll, we'll open Sevmar. So ironically enough, I, well, we bought what was Salem Kebab when we had sold to Cousins after my dad got lost it. We bought it back, and so I'm now in the same location I was in growing up, but we obviously renovated it. Mm-hmm. Um, a year later, we're killing it. And you so just celebrated your one-year anniversary. We just celebrated it on Tuesday. The thing is that it's small, you know, and everyone, mm-hmm. sometimes people walk in and say, oh, is there an upstairs? Where's the back room? I'm like, no, right. that's it, 10 tables, <laughs> compared to a 200-seat restaurant that right. we had before. This one was is 40. So That's tough for people like me because – I, as you could tell, I eat a lot, right? <laughs> and I eat out a lot. And so sometimes when I go, I'm having lunch with somebody that I haven't seen in a long time or someone I'm doing business with, and we want to talk about stuff. So we want to stay there. For, but I always feel bad when we finish eating and we were at Sevmars because I feel like she's got so few tables here that maybe we should go somewhere else and talk oh, because I want to I'm, 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 I free up the table for you. And I always feel bad that like no, you we take too much stay time. stay as long as you want. Oh, so so nice. don't ever feel that way. And they all know you, so... I hope that you would never feel rushed out. No, no, they, they don't rush me out. Yeah. I just always feel bad that like we're taking up a table no, for you. No, you're allowed to take up a table all for right. as long okay. as you want. Stay all day long. All right. Um, so you may regret that later. No. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're opening, we're working on opening our second location where Satane's was. Right. And so it's the same. It's like a 40 seat restaurant, 43, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit more. We're not entirely sure yet, but small and intimate and classy and cozy. Same great service. I know you. Have, we were talking earlier about our staff is like we preach unreasonably great service like mm-hmm. for kids for adults if they if you overhear something don't mind your business figure it out get it for them like mm-hmm. we want people to leave being like wow the food's amazing you know listen but I, for I, more I, than the I, food. I can't agree with you more i i speak often on this show about how i never liked lamb 
And every people are always pushing food on me because I eat out a lot. So people who I will go somewhere and they'll order the lamb and they'll say, Tom, you got to try this. It's delicious. And I always said, no, I don't like lamb. I've tried it a hundred times. I don't like it. And I was at Seven Mars with my friend Octavian Spanner mm-hmm. from um, Lawrence City Hall. And he said, listen, you got to eat this. He said, I, I'm so full I can't eat it. And I don't want it to go to waste. And I said, listen, uh, stop pushing food on me, first of all. I don't like lamb. But I was so hungry that after I finished my meal, I kept looking at that lamb chop and I kept thinking, what the heck? You know, <laughs> uh, I don't really like lamb, but I'm still hungry. I'm going to eat it because at this point I'm going to eat anything that's in front of me because right. it's, just, <laughs> it's just how I am right now. Um, and I had the lamb chop and it was so good. And I think you were there that day. I ordered an order of lamb chops to go and I brought them home with me and had them that night for dinner. That's how good they were from someone who doesn't even like lamb. And enough that you speak so highly of them that I had customers coming in saying, Tom said we have to get the lamb chops. And so we just got the lamb chops because you talk about them. So thank you. It's amazing. People don't listen to a damn word I say when it comes to politics. (laughs) But when I talk about food, we did a restaurant review show a couple of weeks ago. And it was like our highest rated show of the year. Oh, nice. And it's so amazing. Like we talked about kitties. And then I got a a message from the people who own kitties saying, oh, thank you so much. Like we see you when you come in and, you know, and, and, you know, we know your paper and we, we like it. And we just wanted to say thank you for the kind words. And I'm like, listen, I've been accused of a lot of things, but being kind has not been one of them. Um, I'm just telling the truth. I just, I I love, especially family-owned businesses, because you can almost taste the passion in their food. Their food is always, it's just better. The service is always better, and the food is better when you go to a Sevmar or a Kitties as opposed to a Margaritas and a TJ Fridays. Mm -hmm. Like, not to take away from them, but when you're dealing with something that is is family-owned, there's a lot of love that goes into, you know, the bit, that, that business yeah. and the food and the service and, you know, the ambiance. And I love when I walk into Seven Mars, there's a thing about uh, first try the hummus. What is, oh, what is oh. the hummus first or something like that? But first comma hummus. Yeah, right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> because the hummus is really good. The yeah. hummus is great. So I, mean, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but, no, please, you know, the, 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 the personal touch that someone like you puts on to a business, it always kills me, especially since COVID. When I see uh, a family-owned business like that go under, I know. and when Satane closed, I was mortified, and I had a really um, I had I was in love with Inaka, which was a Japanese place in South Lawrence, across excuse me, across from the old uh, Shoki Cinema, and they were there for like fifteen years, and then we showed up one day and they were just closed, and I was just, I was heartbroken because there are other sushi places like like Tomo's is great; they're a great sponsor of the program. But that was like this family-owned, this mom and pop. They were in their 70s. They had built it up from nothing. And you could almost taste it in the food, you know? No, I know what you mean. Um, the same chef that is was with us at Jocelyn's is now at Sevmar. Oh, that's great. So um, it's, it's the same, very consistent. What do you do to your lamb chops, since we're on the topic? What do you do to your lamb chops that make, lamb chops that make them so good? Because I, since then, I've actually said, well, so maybe I didn't think I liked lamb, but I do. And I've tried lamb chops at other places, and you'll notice that I've never posted any of that because they really weren't that good. And then I go back to Sevmar, and I order the lamb chops, and I'm trying to figure out what do they do to these that makes a guy who doesn't like lamb like lamb. Tom, before the show started, I wanted to chit-chat and ask you a few questions, but sure. I saw you like in it. But one of the things I was going to say was, when I asked you if we wing it, I was going to say, Tom, just so you know, I don't know how to cook anything. So don't ask me any <laughs> cooking questions or food questions. So I Fair have enough. no idea what they Fair do to enough. the lamb. We'll have to, invite you, we'll have to invite you with the cook next time. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he'll answer all the questions. But 
like he, it's it's high flame. They flip it once, so it stays juicy on the inside, and it has a nice consistency on the outside. But in terms of like what seasoning, seasoning and stuff, that, yeah, no, okay. but it's really good. And the grape leaves too. Um, I'm I'm a big fan of grape leaves. I loved. Um, I'm going to Shadi's my whole life. Yeah, and I was going to Satane all the time. Uh, Mimi at Satane uh, used to make me this great um, grape leaf. Uh, sub. She'd roll it up in in pita bread and put the salad stuff on it, oh, like, yeah. like it was a kibbe sub, but it was a right. grape leaf sub, and it was so good, so good. And then I started going to Seven Mars, thinking, okay, like could this possibly be as good as Mimi's? And it was. It was so good. I was right. so surprised. It was great. No, they did a good job. They're friends of ours. They, I, I'm proud to go into their location because, you know, they everyone loved it. They had a mm-hmm. great reputation. It's not like we have to go in and kind of fix it up. I'm proud to go into their spot. They mm-hmm. killed it. Mm-hmm. So, what made what made you you were doing um, um, construction with Calvin, right? And then you decided to like just reopen. The, like, what sparked that? Was there something happened? What sparked you wanting to come back? Was it just you didn't like being in construction? No, no. This, you know, I I think these thoughts all the time, but no one has actually asked me. I don't know if I've expressed them just out loud in conversation, but for my whole life. I I knew who I was. I was in the restaurant business. I had these customers coming and going. Like it was like la la land, zippity doo da all day long. Nothing really felt like work. And I knew it inside out. I know the industry inside out. I didn't think twice about it. I could trickle down to the staff, like, okay, this is how we do things. And then to change completely. And now I'm in like an office setting. You know, my my job at at uh, ADEP Group wasn't like wasn't construction. My job was business development, so my job was to essentially go out and get clients. Okay. And we'd have these dinners, and I was just so used to the hospitality industry where anything like you could be like, "So do you have any kids? Are you married?" Blah blah blah. You get to know them; they become regulars. So that's all that I know. So then we went to these like d- dinners with clients, and I'm I'm asking these men the same thing: "So are you married? You have kids?" And they're looking at me like, "Why are you asking him if he's married? Like that's weird." I'm like, "I don't know." That's that's how I get to know my regulars. I right. just ask about them. I wasn't good at it. It wasn't it was not the industry for me. So, you know, Kelvin's great and he was willing to take a risk with me. And he's like, let's do this. Actually, we we almost together bought Jocelyn's back. Okay. We had worked on it, the papers had been drawn up. This was when it you know. I had it with my ex-husband, we know. Mm-hmm. And so we were just gonna he was gonna get out of it and we were gonna go in, but there were some hiccups and I, I couldn't take it back. So Jocelyn's was just still open, and so we're like, let's let's do our own thing. And like I said, the opportunity came up, and I my dad came to help us get started. Then the chef from Jocelyn's came to us. Jocelyn's closed. It's now something else. Mm-hmm. And so it just all worked out. And your bartender is it Katie? What's your bartender's name? I have Samantha. I have Brandy. The one with Jordan. The, the one with the the one that always serves me. She's beautiful. Long long uh, brown, uh, black hair. Tattoos everywhere. Oh V V yes V V is a hot ticket. Yeah. Yeah, she's great. She's- so yeah, most people don't know if they've never owned a business that there's always the front person and then there's always the muse, the person behind the scenes that kind of pushes things and gets things going. Um, I, I'm the face of the Valley Patriot. I'm the face of this. But I have somebody who helps me, who picks up the slack when I don't, you know, who, and you have that with Kelvin. But he's like kind of like a silent. We couldn't get him to come up here and talk today. And so what? What's, what's, what is, yeah, <laughs> do you want to come up? You want to come up and say hi? No, he won't come up. No. Um, uh, so I wanted people to know that, like, it's not just it's not just you. It's also Kelvin, and you guys are actually a team. You guys, the name Sevbar, most people don't know, but I actually asked. I said, "What does Sevbar mean?" Yeah. It's her, his last name is Severino, 
And your last name is Maroon, mm-hmm. and that's how Savmar. That's great. No, and actually, a lot of his influence in my life changed the way I do business. I was always the same in terms of like relations, but in terms of systems and doing the books and in the business aspect, here we just kind of like we wing it. Where right. now it's like, no, where can I find that document from this day on this day? Oh, it's in this drive. Oh, the. I did not know anything about this, but I just discovered how to do payroll on an Excel sheet. I never did that before. It'd be scribbled on like scrap paper. But yeah, I, I hire I would, somebody. Yeah, it would get myself. done, but certainly not. I couldn't ever be like, oh, what did I do four weeks ago? I would have no idea. Where now it's like enough that I can copy paste it into the new business without hesitating. It's it's just a matter of moving systems around. And same with the staff. I don't before it, I'd be at Jocelyn's open to close because it, I couldn't imagine it running without me because. Mm-hmm. I needed to answer every question. I, there were no systems. I, I did never even thought of t- kind of transferring things down. We're here. You can kind of open a page out here. Okay, it's here. This is what, th- you know, we have lists of things and procedures. And it's definitely running away now that I'm not even nervous about the second spot. Maybe we can one day open a third spot. And it's just a matter of training, copy paste, the same setup. Boom. Well, at one point you were talking about buying or leasing the spot next door and yeah. breaking down and, and expanding. Is that no longer a no, possibility? Our landlord, he, I mean, he just kept saying, bear with me, I'm working on it, I'm working on it. And now, I mean, I we're just talking about it on there. But the tenant next door had no idea. Like he, <laughs> nothing was even happening to get, this guy had no idea we're waiting for him to move. So we eventually just told our landlord, like whatever you're trying to move, just don't worry about it. We're going to, this opportunity came up, which right. was from Savastano's, and we just took it. So what are you going to do uh, at the new spot on Merrimack Street in Methuen? Is it going to be takeout? You're going to be able to sit down there? Is it going to be like Satane, where you can go in and sit down and do takeout? Yeah, and it's a full bar. We completely changed the inside. I know. A oh, full bar? A full really? 20, it's like, okay. I want to say 18 seats. It's a huge oh, nice. bar. Anytime you drive by, come in. Okay. Um, but we, I know it's the Valley, and I know there's a lot in that area. I grew up in the Valley, born and raised. There's a lot more like uh, takeout activity in that mm-hmm. area. So somewhere, a lot of times people come in, they'll sit down. We we did it maybe too formal to be strictly a takeout spot. You know, there's velvet seats that you sink in, and it's not a place where maybe a landscaper or a structure guy would just come in, grab a sandwich, and leave. We wanted it to be in the beginning, but they walk in, and then they're like, oh, whoa, not for me, and they'll right. leave. So I don't want that to happen here. We're doing it a little bit more industrial, like um, wood and greenery and marble top, like just more earthy. And so hopefully everyone feels welcome and stays. Did we show the picture of the lamb when I was talking? Okay, let's pull that up because um, I'm, here we go. I'm, I want to show you guys how great this lamb looks. And I only wish that I didn't have a meeting <laughs> after this podcast because I would be heading right from here to Seven Mars to have that because I order one when I go now and then I order one to go because later on that night, I'm still craving more of that. And here's the grape leaves. The grape leaves were so good. So that picture I took, the, the lamb doesn't come with that, right? No. So that was, that was the first special. day. That was the day that I was with Octavian and he said, I can't finish this. You here, have the last lamb chop. And I ate all of that and there was the lamb chop left. And I said, well, I'm still hungry because I'm a fat, I'm a fat cow now. Do you always so, say no vegetables? Do you, do I usually try, unless it's, well, there's certain vegetables I can't eat. Okay. So um, if it's like um, squash, I can have it. But if, like I can eat broccoli, yeah. I can't eat um, leafy stuff. Although I love uh, spinach if you ever get spinach. Um, so you and Calvin are doing the Savmar in Salem, New Hampshire, which give us the, give the address for people. So yeah, 401 Main Street, Salem, New Hampshire. Okay. And when you moved into that location and you first started, was it hard to get people to like know 
this is where you were? Because Jocelyn, I think at the time, was probably still open, right? So I think people still go to Jocelyn thinking that you were there, and you actually had a place like down the street over. No, on it was street. confusing. I mean. The whole personal story wasn't out there. So people uh, for, people would come in sometimes to summer being like, I called, I made a reservation. I'd say, no, I don't have it. And this, she'd tell her husband, show her the number you called. And I'm like, no, that's not here. That's the <laughs> other one. Sorry. No, but I mean, we had, we didn't even have a soft opening. We just said like, we're opening today. Come try us out. We ran out of food the first day. It was wild. That's the awesome. customer base is super supportive. I know I'm blessed, which is why I feel confident opening a second one of the same size, mm-hmm. feeling like it should be successful too. That's great. So is there anything else that you want to impart on people? I know you just celebrated your first anniversary. Is there anything else new coming up? Any new, I know you, I'm noticing some new menu items now. I saw today something with the, it was looked like rice and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's, that? all, that's all our chef George. We didn't have any specials until he got on back on our boat. And now we have great specials every day. He comes up with different things, super creative, like Lebanese quesadillas. And I mean, things you couldn't even imagine. He just whips them up uh, and he does a great job. He kills it. We're happy to have him. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I was looking for what that actually was because I wanted to... Oh, the hashway is what you're talking is about. Is that what it's called, hashway? Yeah, it's it's a, it's very foreign of a flavor to an American palate, but they try it and they love it. It's a cinnamon, nutmeg, allspice, rice, chicken, um, and there's also nuts in it, like almonds. And you also did, are you still doing the double lobster? Because that actually that was him brought too, me back by in. special. But if you, we'll have people, sometimes they'll send me a message or they'll call, can we have the lobster tonight? We get it from Shires. He whips it up. He does a nice job with the stuffing. So there was a point where we had on special, we just bought a bunch of them and sold them that night. But we've also had people message us and request it and we'll get it for them that night. Oh, so that's, that's nice. So you can actually do, you know, made, made to order, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. If, if you want. So Anytime. Uh, we're talking to Jocelyn Maroon and uh, her uh, business partner, Kelvin Severino, is in the audience with us today uh, talking about the new se- the new Sevmar that's going to be opening on Merrimack Street in Methuen. And I think one of the things that's going to help you is that right across the street, the Tamakio family bought Barelli's mm-hmm. and they kind of beefed it up a little bit yeah. and they they kind of they, they added some new menu items. They've got all kinds of um, ready-made-to-go dinners that they're serving now. And every time I go to drop off papers, there's always a line. Like I'm always fighting to get oh, yeah. you know to get my meats there. So you're gonna have a lot of foot traffic maybe coming from there, which is which is great. And I would actually like to see you guys do business together. I'd like to see some they even, some kind they of collaboration. Came by, they introduced themselves, but for sure, I imagine we start selling some of our stuff in their fridge. Who knows? But the new spot just to clarify, it's called Jocelyn's by Sevmar. It's Jocelyn's not, by Sevmar. Yeah, it's our, like, Sevmar's the So brand. is there any chance of changing Sevmar back to, like, Jocelyn's? Are you going to morph that back in? You're trying to... No, Kelvin's like, Kelvin's like, no, that's not happening. Sevmar's <laughs> the umbrella brand, then we'll just keep naming them different things. Right, right. Well, listen, I'd love to see you in Lawrence. We used to have Mourniers when yeah. I was growing up in Lawrence, and that was the go-to place for Lebanese food. In fact, that's where I fell in love with Lebanese food. He was right down the street from me, and uh, and Monil was great. He was, uh, I think, he was in his late seventies, early eighties when he finally passed, and all the way up until like the last week before he passed, he was still there making kibbe yeah. and grape leaves, and it was great. So we'd love to see you in Lawrence at some point, right? Oh, you're yeah. Methuen, you're in Salem now. Lawrence, we'll would look be for great. the opportunities, absolutely. And the one thing that I love about Dominicans is that Dominicans love cultural food, even if it's not their own. Right. I have a lot of Dominican friends who will say to, they'll say, "Let's do something Saturday." And I'll see. Okay, well, let's go to um, let's go to Polo Centro. And they're like, no, 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 let's go to Sev Bar. Yes. And they write so um, so Octavian will call me and say, I'll say, let's go to Sal's. And they'll go, no, let's go to Sev Bar. So it's, it's so it's funny that how the, the Dominican Dominicans love food, right? Yeah. And they're very good at it. Dominican food is great, but they but they love the Lebanese food. In fact, Estella Reyes, who's right here on the front page of the Valley Patriot, um, just recently called me and said, we need to talk. 
And I said, all right, what do you want to meet? Do you want to meet like at, at Ellie's in Lawrence? And she's like, no, we got to go to South Mars. So, um, thank you. So, uh, I forgot why I started that. What's that? Oh, you're Dominican. Oh, I was supposed to see that. Oh, I thought you knew that. I so thought that's. No, oh, yeah, no, yeah. no. I did, I did not know that. I didn't know if you were like, because you could have been, with that look, right? He could have been anything. He could have been Egyptian. He could have been Dominican. <laughs> he could have been just about anything. Um, so, uh, Jocelyn Maroon and Calvin uh, Severino, owners of Sevmar Restaurant in Salem, New Hampshire, soon coming in a couple, two weeks, three hopefully, weeks. Yeah, hopefully. It depends uh, on the at town. The, at the old location of Savastano's, which before that was. Satane, and if you give me a minute, I can probably remember what it was before that. A Thai place. Oh, right, it was. It was Thai. Um, Was it Sweet Basil? Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember the name exactly. All right. Okay, and I want to thank our sponsors. Let's roll up Mel. Is there anything else you want to impart no, on people? No, I just want to thank you. I want to thank you. This was so I had a great time. So, I appreciate the so opportunity. Happy you. Thank you so Normally much. Normally, we talk about heavy topics like politics and and Trump and what's going on with the Methuen mayor and what's going on with the Lawrence mayor. Juicy stuff. But every like three or four shows, I like to lighten it up a little oh, bit. I like you. to promote local businesses. By the way, she is not paying to be here, so I know I'm going to get hate mail afterwards saying, "Oh yeah, you're promoting her because she's buying ads. She's not advertising. She is not paying to be here. She's not sponsoring." We have her here because we love her food, and we love her. And I've been following you for a long time, and I'm a big fan. I um, love you, Tom. Thank oh, any any time <laughs> a beautiful woman loves me, I don't care at what level. I'm a happy man. It's funny. And I want and I want to thank all of our sponsors: uh, McLennan Real Estate, Century Twenty One, the Zani Pesci Pesche Pesh. Pe- what was the other one that she said? Pesh. Pash. Pash right? Law Office, Marston and Sun Construction, the EIS Investigation and Gun Training, Morelli's Deli, Part 28, Tomo and Shaken Seafood, Clear Path for Veterans New England and the Doug Mercurial Law Office, as well as Pleasant Valley Landscaping and AFC Urgent Care, plus a free shout-out to JG's Ice Cream. Sounds like Melvin Taylor says you got to go home, so go home already. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its